0: WNRI WinSOcket. <laughs> the following program is paid programming. The fees expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. La, 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 la.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I am Joe and I am your host every Tuesday evening right here on WNRI 99.9 on the FM dial, 1380 on the AM dial. And of course, you can always check us out on WNRI.com wherever you are around the globe. A little bit about the show. Um, I'm a realtor. I'm licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. I work with residential and commercial buyers and sellers of real estate. And this show is for you, the consumer, whether you're looking to buy or sell, uh, or you're just not sure if you should take the step to buy because these are crazy times. As of this morning, believe it or not, there were only 86 multifamily homes for sale in the entire state. There were 605 single-family homes for sale in the entire state and about 160 condominiums for sale in the entire state. So just for perspective, just a couple of weeks ago, multifamily homes, there were about 150 and we were complaining. And a couple of weeks before that, there were about 200 and we were complaining. Those numbers should be probably in the 900s. Okay, total listings should be in the 4,000 area. Okay, so we are at a very, very low inventory level. So even if a lot of the buyers had to leave the marketplace because interest rates went up, we don't have enough properties to service to meet the demands of the existing buyers. So that's one of the problems that we're having. I know my last two listings went under agreement. Uh, one went off the market, one went under agreement, um, one we're renting one uh, this past week. So all I have now are buyers. I have a couple of dozen buyers that I'm looking for, looking, helping them look for houses. And, you know, it's really challenging uh, to find something that meets their criteria that doesn't get scooped up right away or, um, you know, they don't get outbid for, Okay. And now the bidding, of course, it's a little different than it was a year and a half ago because um, a year and a half ago, two years ago, we had a lot of cash buyers. And we still have a lot of buyers with bigger down payments, but we're not quite at the same level of cash buyers that we were, we were at before. Something I want to talk about tonight uh, briefly, we are, we've got a guest calling in at 6.15, uh, Rhonda Corey. She has a Rhonda Corey comedy tour we're going to talk about that so we'll have some levity after we talk about some of the the dour news that we've been uh, reading about and experiencing you know on friday they announced that uh, silicon valley bank svb was being taken over by the government and then over the weekend another bank signature bank in new york was also taken over okay these were both top 20 banks In the country, they're considered regional banks. So, what does that mean for the home buyer, for the home seller? Okay, well, to give you an idea, on Monday, interest rates on mortgages dropped. Okay, and these mortgage interest rates, uh, just by going down that little bit, they were um, really spurred a lot of activity. Now, rates have gone up a little bit since then, but they are still very low. And I'm going to go to my usual source, Mortgage News Daily. Okay, that website. And a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, 6.75%. So a full quarter of a point below the seven point mark. A 30 year FHA, 6.25. A 30 year VA mortgage, 6.27. So these are. Fixed rates, folks, and while they're double what they rate, what these what the mortgage rates were in the beginning of 2022, they've still come down from the seven and a quarter and higher that we had back in the fall. So, what does this mean? Okay, well, the rates drop because um, you know a large part of the market is psychological, and it's what people think. Is going to happen. And then also, uh, in mortgage interest rates, there are long-term interest rates and they're they're impacted more by inflation. So as inflation, uh, if it trickles down a little bit, if it drops a little bit, that is good for mortgage interest rates. If inflation goes up, that's going to mean interest rates will go up. Now, next week, we have the Fed. They're going to determine what they're doing with interest rates. And right now, there is a, a push on one side that's saying the Fed should slow down increasing interest rates, because that's what contributed to these banks failing, uh, because the banks had bought lots of treasuries that were paying two and three and four uh, percent, and the value of those went down significantly when someone else could buy a treasury at five or four or five percent and not two or three percent, so um, they were having some problems selling those bonds that they needed. And when people went to the bank and had to withdraw money, they had to sell assets. And they were selling those assets at a loss, basically. Okay? They were, when they were marked to market, marking the price of their assets to market, they were down significantly from what they had paid for them. Okay, um, So that's what the, the got us where we are with those banks um, so they 're saying that the Fed should not raise interest rates as much as they were otherwise, but what happens if the Fed does not raise rates as high as they were going to, then we run a very good chance of interest rates of mortgage interest rates going up because that means inflation will come back and will start increasing so it 's a situation where you have to pick your poison pick your poison and um, it remains to be seen what the Fed's going to do. However, one thing I know for sure, regardless of what the Fed does, the housing market is going to remain very vibrant and strong because we have more buyers than sellers. The housing market is going to remain strong because its real estate is your best hedge against inflation, whether the inflation is at 6%, 65 7%, wherever it is, Real estate is your best hedge against inflation. So if you're renting and you have money in the bank, you should seriously think about starting the process to determine if you can buy a home. The best way to do that is to give me a call, your humble host, Joe Luca, realtor at RE-MAX preferred, 401-409-5030. And what I would then do is have you call uh, you know, John Dolbeck and the Dolbeck team, uh, Heath Lafort at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation Um, sponsor of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show from our inception, from the beginning. That's how long John Dolbeck and I have been working together. Uh, We would also connect you with, whether you're a buyer or a seller, beacon title and escrow because they take care of our buyers and our sellers at the closing table. Make sure all of the I's are dotted, the T's are crossed, and that the opposing uh, closing attorneys do not try to get something over on their client, my client. All right. And we just had a situation where I represented a seller and there were a lot of uh, peculiar things going on, and we had to do a lot to protect our client. And Beacon Title and Escrow is great at that. Rich Nicholson is the attorney partner, and Anthony Betancourt is the managing partner. Okay. Over half a century of experience in the industry between the two of them. Okay. And then, of course, we have Vern Rainville. Public insurance adjuster extraordinaire. If you have any water leaking into your home from this storm, give Vern a call, 484-300-8495. I refer my colleagues to him for their clients, and I refer my clients to Vern because he works for the property owner, not for the insurance company. That's Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster, 484-384-300. Excuse me, 484-384-95. And GMET's moving in storage. If you're going to be moving, start the process early uh, because they can give you a quote. They do not require huge deposits up front, okay? That's very significant. Their workers are employees. They don't hire them off the street. That's GMET's moving in storage, 401-383-6399, okay? That's... G, METS, moving, and storage. Okay. Next, we have a caller, and this is my good friend. Uh, And I guess, you know, I've been on her show, and she's done a great job keeping me, uh, amusing me. Hello, hello to Rhonda Corey. Hello, Rhonda. How are you? Let's see if I can do this here. Rhonda, are you there? Five, five. Yep, it's on one. I think I have a little technical problem here. Rhonda, are you there? I'm here. Ah, great. Now I hear you. It's great when you turn, you know, when you turn the volume up, things change. Then I can hear stuff. Okay. <laughs> the volume is all the way turned down. Uh, so, Rhonda, you know, you're one of the funniest people that I know. You're local. And what's awesome about what you do is your comedy and everybody that you um, go on tour with, it's clean comedy. So, tell, tell our audience a little bit about the Rhonda Quarry Comedy Tour.
2: Okay, so actually I just started a, um, a new tour. It's called Funny, The Funny Together Tour. And it is actually designed for churches because it is church clean. Um, and it's also theater clean. You know, I mean, I can also go to theaters as well. But it's designed so that... Um, uh, that I can we can go to churches I have comics on the tour from all over the US from all over from that's amazing Arizona, yeah Arizona um, from Oklahoma from uh, my goodness Michigan I mean everywhere Kentucky Tennessee you name it so
1: so Rhonda tell us a little bit about how you how you were drawn into comedy because i remember seeing in the beginning on facebook how you started and but tell our our listeners a little bit about you know your your um i guess genesis into into comedy
2: right so my genesis into comedy was really not the norm um i actually started doing comedy in a church which you know who starts in a church? I know, it's so strange. But I, um, I started in a church, and we, I actually started with a ministry called Take Two Ministries, where I was teamed up with a woman speaker, and we used to do a lot of women's events. And then, um, you know, she uh, started speaking on her own, and I started doing comedy on my own. I started doing comedy for uh, fundraisers, for um, corporations. Um, so, uh, clubs, I've been, you know, I've done comedy in clubs, so I really expanded and I've done comedy everywhere. And as a matter of fact, um, I recorded a dry bar special, um, that should be coming out really soon.
1: Now tell, what is a dry bar special for our listeners?
2: Okay. Dry bar is actually located in Utah. Uh, drive our comedy. It's just it's clean comedy. So there's just no, you know, it's just no crudeness. There's no um, uh, language, and the topics are, ha- you know, the topics have to be, you know, there's no crude comedy. We should say nothing that's going to be offensive.
1: All right, that's good to hear. So it's a children friendly, which so much comedy today is not children <laughs> friendly. <laughs> You know,
2: mm-hmm. um, I think it's and it's it, online. It's a, Dry Bar Comedy is actually online, so you can go onto YouTube and check it out. Um, they also are on Facebook and Instagram. Dry Bar Comedy is all over the place. They have an app out too. So, mm-hmm.
1: that's great. Yeah, I'm actually on your website right now, and I'm actually looking at the Dry Bar Comedy t- uh, takes that you have. Um, that you have on, on your website, you know. Oh, and of course, yeah, Talk is Cheap, and that was, you know, the your show that I was on a couple of times. You invited me on yeah. there. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the comedians that I met on that show are just great, and I follow them on uh, social media now, um, you know, because it's just, they're hilarious. You they're know? hilarious,
2: right? And their content is fun. And so um, I was... I was—I mean—during the pandemic, it was just so crazy, and so um, a lot of my comedian friends, obviously, they're used to performing on stage, and we were—we were in a lockdown. So, and I was seeing a lot of negative content on um, on social media, right? And I just decided to um, start a show, um, so that way the audience you know, that was watching could watch something that was fun and uplifting and get some information, right? That's why I had you on um, so we could give some, some great information. But just, yep. you know, have a really good time and give um, comedians, you know, a platform to still, <laughs> to still be out there, you know, a little bit. So, um, yeah, so that ran 148 episodes. Um, you know, still continued after, you know, everything opened back up because I was having so much fun with it. And then um, I just recently kind of tabled that uh, at the end of 2022 to, uh, you know, work on other projects, um, the Funny Together tour being one of them.
1: Yeah, and one of the funniest people that I met was Ashley uh, Guttermouth. She is hilarious. Oh, I mean, yeah. she's just hilarious. Her, her um Instagram posts are just literally laugh out loud funny
2: yeah she's really funny and uh, oh my gosh we have a lot of comics that are actually on the tour that were on my show like andy beningo and he um has a uh, dry bar comedy special as well that you know people can go and check out is um brian kahatsu uh chris young um We have um, Dory McLemore, who is from Texas, who is hysterical. I'm just, I'm so excited because part of this is a little selfish because I get to work with people I love to work with, you know? That's awesome. Amazing comics, yeah.
1: So now, how, um, so are you going to be, is the comedy tour going to be appearing at any local venues in southern New England? And if so, when, where, time, et cetera, if you have anything?
2: Right now, so we're booking kind of towards the fall. So as of right now, I don't have anything solid, you know, booked on the books. But as soon as it does, um, I will be posting that on my um, social media pages as well as, you know, my website.
1: And if someone wanted to follow you on social media, why don't you throw out everything you have? I mean, your website and all of your social media as well.
2: Okay. So that's Rhonda. Corey comedy, everything is Rhonda Corey comedy. My YouTube page, um, Instagram, um, Facebook, and RondaCoreyComedy.com is actually my website. So, um, and the funny together tour. There's a little clip on there of all of, of several of the comedians. I think there's four or five of, of the comics that are going to be on the tour. There's 14 or 15. It's kind of growing right now. I'm adding some comedians. But um, that's on funnytogethertour.com. So that's the other website that people can check that out. And the cool thing about this is that we, uh, the host church, if a church decides to host this event, it is free to the church. So
1: um, they just have to host it. So that's kind of cool. That's awesome. It was. It seems like it would be something good for um, you know churches that are trying to do an outreach and maybe get the younger folks involved and you know um, you know bringing them back to the church or giving them a reason to come to church to this the actual building.
2: Exactly, and I think here's the thing too. I think a lot of people got used to. Um, watching uh, church online and in their pajamas and so you know now it's like hmm, why go you know it's, it was so much easier to just kind of hang out in your pajamas and watch church online and so i mean that's still a great option but you know it's, it's just a whole different experience if you're actually inside the building so you know that's one of the reasons and as an outreach too, just to you know just to bring the local community back into church, so that's kind of my heart,
1: yeah, you know, I just um Friday night, a friend and I went out to go see that movie, Jesus Revolution, mm-hmm. and you know it it that was really I, I i I see that, and what you're doing is kind of similar because you're you're trying to attract people back to church in. And introduce them to Jesus in an unconventional manner. You know, even if they're not going to be talking about Jesus, it's just you're getting them in the church and to kind of, you know, be in the atmosphere. Is that is that an accurate uh, presumption on my part?
2: Yeah, because I think that there's you know, there are people just like people in any um, industry, right? Um, that get a bad name, <laughs> that give a bad name to uh... christians or or churches and it kind of is a turnoff right i mean just like you know you always hear about lawyers being an ambulance chasers you know what i mean i mean that is not true of all lawyers that's right you know, lawyers are a good thing we need lawyers right but um you know there's there's a couple out there that they, that's what they do and so it gives them a bad name so to me i just i Want to bring um, people back into a church and and to uh, do it in a, a non intimidating atmosphere, and so that they can kind of see for themselves what the people are like. They're not all watching around, you know, marching around with signs and and judging.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I think that um, that's important because there are a lot of folks out there who, who all they know of the church and christianity are the negative stereotypes that they see if it's from other comedians or on movies or on tv shows or just from people in their family that talk negatively about uh christians and going to church and i think hearing something like wait a minute comedy christianity i mean you know they they the the movie Jesus Revolution was talking about contemporary Christian music. I mean, I think you could almost, you know, co-opt that and take con- contemporary Christian comedy because, you know, a lot of, you know, what you guys are doing and it, it's really um, it's. It's fun, and it's funny, and I think that that's, you know, important, because going to church and being in, an, I think Jesus at times could be a funny guy. I mean, especially if you watch right. that show, The Chosen, and, you know, we, and he makes jokes. You know, Jesus makes jokes, and I think that he probably did in real life, you know, when he when he lived.
2: Oh, I think so. I mean, let's face it. God gave us a sense of humor, you know, and, um, you know, there is humor, you um, uh, you know, sprinkled throughout the Bible. You know what I mean? I mean, a donkey spoke. I mean, how funny is that?
0: Right, you know right. I
2: and mean? I mean, let's let's face it. There's humor, you know, all throughout. And um, I think, you know, I mean, it, laughter is good medicine. I mean, that's in Proverbs. I mean, it's definitely it's it's healing. I mean, we need to do that. I mean, how many times have you been really down? Or you know, I mean, we all we all have felt that way. And then just to have that good belly laugh, it's it's really medicinal, it's healing, it really is. And I, I just think it's so important. I really do. And and um, and and I wanna get this straight because people think like, Oh, is it gonna be like all lame church jokes? You know what I mean? Right, right. And, it, and it's not. Um, it's not at all. It's just regular, everyday, funny, you know, life uh, finding the humor in that and just um, just making comedy out of it. And so we should be able to laugh at ourselves. And, and um, we definitely do. <laughs>
1: yeah, and the thing is, too, it's just, I mean, it's a testament that you can be funny and you don't have to be mean. You don't have to be um, uh, misogynistic. You don't have to mm-hmm. be, you swear words all the, all the time. You can be mm-hmm. funny and still be, um, kind and pleasant, and there's you know you don't have to be mean about it. I mean that that kind of comedy, it's, it's you know the Don Rickles type comedy. Yes, that serves a place, but I think that you know there's also a lot of comedy that doesn't have to have that negative energy to it. it has that can have a more positive energy to it, and that's why I think what you, what you're doing and what you started. I mean, I never even knew about this type of comedy before like the quote-unquote clean comedy until Mm -hmm. you started doing it i saw you doing it participating in it and i i I, it's just you know many many kudos to you for doing that and getting other people and identifying with other people and kind of getting a critical mass to do that i mean hopefully you know we can get more local you know look uh stops or more venues to bring you and your your compatriots in to spread the good the good word you know and the good laughs
2: yeah that's you know that's definitely my mission i just think here's the thing if you know a lot of people do resort to um, using crude humor and i think you know it's an uncomfortable laugh a lot of times it's like <laughs> you know what i mean and so yep. you have to be you actually have to be very witty you have to um uh, be able to be a good writer um, if you're use, if you're going to be clean, um, and you know not all clean comics are in churches either. I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, comedians that are primarily clean, like um, like Seinfeld, for instance, and yep. you know, um, so you know, and and Jim Gaffigan and Brian Regan, and so they're just they just. They don't resort to using, um, you know, foul language, or and you have to be pretty witty. And I mean, they're doing pretty well.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are. And the, you know, the thing is, we we're fortunate in that our language is English, and the English English language has more words than any other language. So there are so many words that you can choose from before you start using crude humor, crude words. Um, you know, and I think that that can be a challenge sometimes for some folks, but in in some ways maybe not because there are so many other words, but you you need to have a decent vocabulary so you can access those words as opposed to just, you know, dropping F-bombs or, you know, other, um, you know, naughty words into your your shtick.
2: Right, well, here's here's something. So a lot of times um, people will laugh when they hear the F word, and that's because um, it has the hard k on the end of it so the hard k into the microphone is just funny so if you end with a word with like luck or um uh park you know and just the way it sounds in the microphone like there's an art to it there is an art to comedy and writing comedy so that's um, that's why a lot of times people will use that because that hard K sound hitting the microphone
1: sounds funny. You know, yeah, you, you touched on something that I've been fascinated with the past—I don't know, six months to a year—and it's almost like the um, the Zen of comedy or the business of comedy. And I started watching those shows. Um, I, mean, I think Seinfeld had one. You know, com- comedians in cards having coffee, and then there was a couple of others that I saw where, you know, it would be two comedians and. Some of them were more popular than others, but they could talk about the business of comedy. Like how many times and how many years, I forget who it was. He was working on a joke for like five years. I think it was oh, Dave yeah. Chappelle, you know, just trying this joke, trying, then you try it in front of this kind of an audience. You try it in this audience, you try it in Alaska, you try it in New York City and like the business part of the comedy. And it's like, it's just really impressive. You know, a lot of these guys, we think that they're, oh, so funny, and they're just, you know, backslapping slapping guys, but it's it's a business, and they treat it like a business.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Seinfeld will write every single day. Um, you know, I mean, you take a joke. I mean, I've had jokes that I have taken that I know there's something there, you know? We'll say that to each other. You think there's something there, you know? Is this something? Is there something here? Um, and you'll, you'll take the joke, and... It won't work, but you know that it's got something. You know this joke has potential, and so then you take it and maybe you flip you flip the um, setup in the punchline, and you're like, ah, oh, that's what works. Or maybe you'll flip a couple of words, you know, um, and and then that makes it work. So it's it's like a puzzle. It really is.
1: And then timing is so important too. I mean, t- how many times, at least, I I cannot tell you the number of times where. I hear a joke and it's, oh, my gosh, yeah, that's so funny. And then I go to tell someone else and I mess up the timing and it just falls flat on its face. And it's like, how could I screw up that joke? It's so funny. But no one laughed when I told the joke because a lot of it is just the setup, the timing, you know, and how you do it and how you kind of have to string the people along, get them to buy in. And then boom, boom, you make the switch. It's, you know, it's just um, it's an art. It really is.
2: It is. You might add. Or you might add one kind of facial expression. And that's just like... That just totally sells the whole thing. Yeah, like when you
1: look at guys like Sebastian Maniscalco, his his Mm -hmm. physical comedy... Mm -hmm. and his facial expressions are at probably half of what make you laugh i mean he's italian-american he he plays a lot on that i'm italian-american so i can relate personally to a lot of what he's talking about many times it was my family or another family you know so but that's part of it you know it's what he's doing with his eyeballs and his his mouth expressions you know it's just it it really is funny and you know one of the things, it's like I was talking about before you came on, the bank failures and interest rates and there's no houses for people to buy. There's so much negative news out there and that causes, I think, stress for people and anxiety. And it's so important to have people and laughter in our lives. And that's why I really admire what you're doing with all of your, your comedy, you know, your colleagues in comedy um, locally and nationally. And I, I um, am very honored that we were able to get you on the show tonight. Um, did, as we wrap up, do you have any any local award news points or comedy points or where they can, anything that's going to be on YouTube or uh, any um, digital or other presentations, streaming? That's the word I was looking for, um, yeah,
2: so for I've comedy. Been, I've been asking. Yeah, so I've actually been putting out um, uh, some reels because that's a big thing now. So I've been putting out like you know, they're like under thirty seconds. <laughs> so I just I've been putting out reels every day because a lot of my friends are doing that, and um, it just you know it brings it brings laughter because um, they're so silly. And so I've been doing that, and of course you know I have some clips online that people can look at um on my website and on my youtube page um i also have shorts on there and we have um also the um the talk is cheap there's the episodes are actually on uh youtube as well so we have we have those on there and joe you're on several of those um yeah so um Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I have to be honest. I mean, a lot of the shows that I'm on, I am on with other comics that aren't, you know, aren't clean. Um, But, um, you know, everybody kind of is doing their own thing. You know, the Play Together Tour is 100% clean. I am always clean because that's just how I work and I've always worked that way and that's just who I am. But, um, so, some of the shows that I am on um, are not always uh, 100% clean, the, com- the other comics right, aren't
1: clean. Right. Well, Rhonda, I want to thank you for uh, calling into the show. Anyone who's interested in learning more about uh, Rhonda and the Funny Together Tour, you can go to com, or you can check it out on YouTube, or you can check her out on Instagram. And um, Rhonda, thank you very much, and um, I want to have you on the show again, maybe when the weather warms up, and maybe we could get you in here in person. Oh, that'd be fun! All right. All right, cool. Okay, Rhonda, take care, and we'll be in touch. All
2: right, sounds great.
1: Thanks, Joe. Bye bye. Okay, I want to thank everyone uh, for listening in to Rhonda Corey, my friend, and um, and my, my my kind of my comedy mentor. I love uh, you know what she's doing with comedy because these are some crazy times we're going through right now, and sometimes you want to. You want to have a good laugh, and maybe you don't feel like hearing all of the other um, kind of vernacular, dirty language that people use in comedy routines, and she's nice and clean. So that being said, we're going to kind of veer back to uh, you know the real estate part of the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. I want to do a quick shout-out again to our sponsors, of course, Anthony Bettencourt and Rich Nicholson at Beacon, Title, and Escrow, closing attorneys of choice for the Joe Luca Realtor team. Uh, we have... John Dolbeck team at Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. John and Heath Lafort, 401-321-4401. George Metz at GMetz Moving and Storage. They are the go-to movers for the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. You know, I, I um, have no concerns when I refer my clients or my friends or my family to call George Metz. Because I know he's going to give them an honest opinion and an honest honest quote for their move. 401-383-6399. That's the number at GMET's Moving and Storage. They can move your belongings. They can store your belongings short-term or long-term. They can help you out. Okay. GMET's Moving and Storage. Ray will answer the phone. Tell him you heard about them on the Joe Luca Real Estate Show. And of course, public insurance adjuster Vern Rainville. Vern Rainville is a Public insurance adjuster. So he works for you, the property owner, you, the property owner, not the insurance company. So if you notice you have a leak, some water's coming in through, uh, you know, from all this crazy weather we're having, give him a call 484 300 8495. That's 484 300 8495. Vern Rainville, public insurance adjuster. He works for you, not the insurance company. Okay, next I want to, my friend Sean is on the phone. Sean, hello, hello, hello. How are you, sir?
0: Doing great, Joe, and yourself?
1: Doing well, and I believe you you have Megan with you as well. Is Megan there?
0: Uh, Not yet. She is, uh, oh, wait a second.
1: Okay, so as you've been listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, we've had Sean on the past few weeks, and uh, Sean and I have been talking about you know a lot of the monthly expenses that property owners or not even property owners, people have. Okay, even if you're renting, you have electric bills, you have Wi-Fi, you have cell phones, you have uh, ID protection, maybe you have um, you know security cameras, you know alarms, things like that, and. In these crazy times, a lot of these expenses, they go up, they come down, they go up, come down. And what we want, if you're trying to have a, <clears throat> excuse me, have a budget, one of the things you want is you want to protect yourself from swings in the market. And what the Services Butler does, and that's Sean, Sean's company, uh, they help protect you from those swings in the marketplace. And many times, you can actually save money over what you are currently paying. Um, isn't that right, Sean? Are you still there? Okay, Sean. Yes, Joe. Okay, um, cool. We,
0: we, have Megan, we have Megan with
1: us. Oh, hi, Megan. How are you? Hi, good. How are you? Very good. So, folks, Megan, okay, she is our go-to person because Sean and I, as you know, we are going to have a booth at the uh, home show, the Rhode Island home show in a few weeks. Um, And I wanted to give Megan an opportunity to talk to everyone about the home show and why you should go to the home show. So, Megan, if you take some time and tell our listeners why the home show is uh, going to be so great this year, because I know we have some new things coming that we didn't have in previous years.
3: Yes, that's correct. Um, So this year's show is going to be held uh, March 30th through April 2nd at the Providence Rhode Island Convention Center. This is the 73rd year for the show. Um, It's produced by the uh, Rhode Island Builders Association. And it's one of the largest home and garden shows in southeastern New England. So it's a wonderful opportunity for people to come um, who are looking to do home improvement, whether it's kitchen remodeling, bathroom remodeling, um, windows, Uh, we're going to have energy efficiency exhibitors there. Um, flooring, and uh, it's just—it's a great opportunity for homeowners looking to improve their homes.
1: Now, are there going to be um, vendors there uh, for the exterior of the home, either landscaping or things like that as well, or just interior?
3: Exterior as well. Yep, yeah, we have um, landscape designers, um, lawn care, uh, sprinklers. We have um, pools, pool companies. Um, saunas, hot tubs, um, decking and patio companies, uh, roofing companies, gutters, windows.
1: Okay, so that, that's that's uh, that's 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 good to hear because I know you know even though it doesn't seem like it today, you know we've the crazy weather in Southern New England, but uh, in a matter of weeks we're going to have warmer weather and the grass is going to start turning green and people are going to start uh, wanting to tackle those yard projects, exterior projects at their home. And I, yeah, I, I think this is going to be a great opportunity to, to find vendors, to find companies that could help you achieve that and see if they're running any specials at the home show, right?
3: Right, yes. Most all of the exhibitors will be running specials and um, different promotions on their services and products. So it's a, it's a great oppor- opportunity to save money as well on home improvement
1: right and and as we said folks earlier you know everything now is so um helter skelter when it comes to pricing anything you can do to save money uh, on your monthly expenses or on special projects especially special projects that are going to be adding value to your home you want to do that because you don't want to spend money unnecessarily spend more money than you have to when you're trying to increase the value of your home if you're planning on putting your house on the market in the summer. You want to tackle some projects in the spring. Don't spend more money than you have to. You know, if if you're not sure what to do, give me a call, 401-409-5030, your humble host. And I can give you an assessment and ideas of what to do as a realtor to market your home better. Um, And, you know, you can look at all of these vendors, meet with these vendors and see all of the options that you have if it's for landscaping design, if it's for gutters or roofing or things like that, um, how many vendors do you – I hate to put you on the spot. Do you know roughly how many vendors are, are going to be at the home show?
3: Yes, we currently have 205 exhibitors in the show.
1: Wow, 205. we almost sold
3: out, but we still have a few spots left, so hopefully we'll get a few more vendors in.
1: Okay, awesome. And now there's going to be a special, like outside, there's going to be, is it a um, a green energy or isn't there like an energy pavilion or something associated with the show this year?
3: Yes, yes. It's, um, we call it the Energy Expo and it's sponsored by Rhode Island Energy and the State of Rhode Island Energy Efficiency and Resource Management Council. Um, and they're going to have a display. Um, and we'll be talking about different ideas um, and ways that you can improve the energy efficiency in your home, whether it's windows or solar, um, insulation, um, energy-efficient appliances. And then um, we have a list of energy-efficient exhibitors uh, that are participating in the show. Um, also heating and cooling systems, um and all sorts of vendors. I believe we have about 40 energy efficient related companies in the show. So it's a great opportunity for folks who are interested in becoming more energy efficient.
1: Yeah. That's one thing I, as a realtor that I've been noticing more. I mean, we don't, Green construction, we don't have a lot of green homes in this part of the country. Um, it's just not, the you know, the, the cost-benefit ratio is not there like it would be in Southern California or Arizona or Texas, places like that. But um, I have been seeing more and more the prevalence of solar panels on houses and uh, power, I think they're called power stations where you charge up cars, things like that. Right. Um, you know, I'd imagine that there's, going to be a good representation of those at the home show
3: yes yes we have several solar companies in the show um uh, several insulation um uh, numerous window companies and doors for um that's one of the big things with you know air getting out um you know to have efficient windows and doors uh, really improves the heating and cooling in your house
1: yeah, that's one of the things too. I on the show I've talked about. I mean, there are only three things that increase the value of your home more than the cost of those three things. And one is a roof. The second one is garage doors, and the third one is a front door. If you spend, people are like, oh, I want to buy a cheap, you know, two hundred, three hundred dollar front door. Well, if you spend more money, a thousand bucks on a front door that looks really nice and is really energy efficient, um, you're going to increase the value of your home more because that's one of those things that's, you know, curb appeal, curb appeal, first impressions, that right. really can make the front yeah, of the your Yeah, the first ho- thing that for- people
3: see when they come into your home,
1: yeah. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, that's something if they're... If you're thinking about it and you want to consider, uh, you know, putting new front door or garage doors, I'm sure there are going to be garage door places there, and then also roofers. We know there are going to be roofers there. This is a great place for you to come and meet with these people and actually look at and touch and feel the products that they're offering, right?
3: Right, and compare the different services, products, and pricing that they have. So it's a great way, you know, if you're shopping around for um, a new Bathroom remodeling, you know, you can compare with several companies at the show. Uh, Same as, you know, kitchens or flooring, um, windows. There'll be many options.
1: Good, good, good to hear. Now those are the things that are always like the sexy things, you know, for, uh, you know, improving a house and making it look better and adding value. But there are other parts of, of, of home ownership where you want to try and reduce expenses. And this is where we can kind of loop Sean in because Sean, you know, I know you have services, Butler, um, you know, we offer some product or some services to folks so that they can start from when they move into their new home or shortly thereafter, uh, a way, an opportunity to, kind of lock in and get expenses to be fixed as much as possible and then maybe even save money in the process. Um, What would you say, Sean, are probably the top two or three opportunities for consumers to do that?
0: Uh, One of the biggest things, Joe, uh, to do that is definitely you want to choose, be able to have the choice of your energy supplier. That would be, I would say, that would be on the forefront of my mind today. Um, is, you know, we have the uncertainty of the energy market, inflation, things like that. That would be the number one. The number two thing is um, the from the protection piece, you know, if you're a homeowner out there putting a home security system and we buy a lot of things online and we just want to be able to protect that investment and you're going to be able to get a discount on your homeowner's insurance. Those would be the very top two things that... Um, that if I were a homeowner, I would look at uh, in saving and protecting and investing in your in your home.
1: All right, good to hear. Good to hear. You know, and I would imagine, yeah, saving money on insurance. And I should have one of my insurance partners come on the show sometime and talk about. Um, because insurance is one of those things that you have to have and you don't realize how easy it is to spend more money than you need to or not, or right. spend money and it's not being wisely spent. Kind of like you know the, all of the great things I learned when I had George Metz and G. Metz moving on a few weeks ago. I mean insurance, there are so many different kinds of insurance that you should have and many of us, especially if you're in business – you don't know that you should have. Have you heard any horror stories uh, or experienced anything like that, Sean or Megan? Megan, I'll
0: let you go ahead.
3: And... Um. <laughs> well, my um, the, my boyfriend has a um, owns a one-bedroom apartment in Boston, and it flooded. A water pipe burst, and um, his whole apartment was ruined and had to be redone down to like the studs on the wall, Um, and good thing he had insurance, um, good insurance for his homeowners, but now his master insurance has gone up, Um, and so, you know, but thankfully he had really good insurance uh, for, for his home and was able to, everything that he did with remodeling, he was able to get it back, the money back, so that
1: was good yeah that's important because again i mean insurance is one of those things you know you don't you have it you don't want to have to use it but when you do need it you don't want to realize that oh saving by me saving 25 dollars a month for the past year and a half or two years i now have to spend an extra five thousand dollars or this extra thing is not covered you know and so it's not going to be able to be done properly so that that it's you know little things like that it's And, of course, they make it so easy to buy insurance online where you really can't ask questions. You just get the cheapest coverage to meet with its car insurance, cheapest coverage to meet what's required by law, or just the cheapest option out there. And, you know, that a lot of times will not protect you adequately in the event that you have a claim.
3: Right. And we do actually one of our show sponsors is Graham Insurance. Uh, and they will have a big booth at the show. Um, so attendees can come and talk in person and get their insurance questions answered and, you know, compare pricing with Graham.
1: That is awesome. So another reason why you should go to the home show at, um, on March, starting on March 30th, because not only can you get quotes for work you want to have done in your. And your yard work you want to have done on your roof, on the side of the house, inside the house. Um, you can even talk to someone about insuring everything and seeing if you have the best coverage that and the necessary coverage that you should have. That that's good. I wouldn't have thought that insurance an insurance company would have been there. Um.
3: Yes, yeah. And we also have mortgage companies if people want to look at refinancing and credit unions and several banks. So for people looking at you know, different costs and pricing and how they want to finance their home remodel, uh, there will be several options for them at the show as well. All
1: right, yeah, so that's great, too. So, folks, this is really like one-stop shopping. You come to the home show, you can... You can meet with me, you can meet with Sean so you can you know get real estate needs met questions answered. You can talk to Sean about uh services Butler and all the services they provide. you can get meet with roofers, any exterior contractors or landscaping you want to have done insurance, and then to finance it all, you can talk to lenders you know uh mortgage companies and local local banks to help you out okay um so you've got a lot of opportunities there just from going to the home show and of course there's always you know fun things they have uh, aren't you going to have uh, like displays or presentations on uh, during the show as well?
3: Yes we have several features besides the Energy Expo we have the Garden Experience uh, presented by Central Nurseries and they will have 10,000 square feet of gardens uh, the theme this year is Enchanted Gardens um, and she's sort of leaving it as a surprise so I don't have m- many details to share but um I know that it will entail we're going to have five um, playhouses, um, which is for Rosemary's Wish Kids, which is a nonprofit company that.
1: Oh, I think we lost you there. Are you still there?
3: I'm still here, Joe.
1: Okay. I think we lost Megan. Um, so, Sean, I guess if you could uh, kind of pinch hit and um, what are some other things that uh, we can we'll, we'll, you'll be able to questions you can answer for people who come to the show and stop by our booth?
0: Um, Great. So we're gonna have uh, gonna be able to go over the biggest thing is just introducing us and being over a brief overview of our residential and business services. Our moving partner, G Metz, will be there. He's he's one of our partners that we're gonna be partnering up with. Um, Is when you do buy a home or if you are looking to relocate. Um, We'll all be in in, in the same general area and uh, be able to go through that uh, relocation process and uh, going to be doing a lot of uh, going over about the energy, uh, choice, uh, home security. Going to be able to go over all the other residential services that we offer and uh, get you set up with a, a checkup if you'd like and uh, just be able to just go over everything that we have to offer.
1: Yeah, I think that's one of, going to be one of the great things for folks. If you, you know they stop by the booth, you know we're going to be able to talk to them about it. an abundance of different services, uh, our, refer, our referral partners like GMETS, Because, again, you might say, well, Joe, I'm not moving anywhere. But, yeah, if you're going to be doing work inside your home, you may need to move stuff out of the living room so you can put the new floors in. Where are you going to put that stuff? Well, GMETS can store it for you. Or at the very least, they can pick it up and move it down to the garage and then move it back out of the garage so you don't have to break your back and damage your house and your furniture when you're doing so. I mean, you know, that these are why we like a lot to work with our vendor partners the way we do. Um, And I'm getting the cue from the great JR, uh, my producer. I'm running out of time here in the final couple of minutes. I want to thank Megan and Sean for calling into the show and providing a lot of information to our listeners. And, uh, Sean, thank you very much. We'll touch base tomorrow um, and send my regards to Megan, too. I think we lost her, but uh, thank you very much. She just,
0: she just.
3: Oh, I just got back on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
1: Okay, well, we're just wrapping.
3: Thank it. you for having me and and wanted to just say that if people have um, questions or if they want to see more information on the show, the website is ribahomeshow.com. Okay.
1: And that's R I B A Homeshow.com, right?
3: Correct. Yep.
1: Awesome. All right. Thank you very much for calling in. Thank you very much for listening to the Joe Luca Real Estate Show, folks. We will be back next week. Take care. Bye bye.
0: WNRI when socket. W260DC.
3: WNRI.